It's that time of the year. Healthcare open enrollment, baby. You got to start thinking about what healthcare plan you're going to have for 2024. Here with some tips and advice, CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Good morning, Jill. I feel like this is sort of like the trifecta of things that you hate doing, like it's taxes, <laughs> my FAFSA form, and open enrollment. So I'm just going to acknowledge I get it. You hate it. Everybody hates it. It's a pain. It's, it's painful in many cases, but it's worth some time because you may be able to save you and your family some money or maybe just be, even make it easier for you to save money. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and for a lot of us, uh, I was looking at, at your article on your website, uh, more than 150 million Americans, uh, me included, go through their employer or their right. spouse's employer when it comes right. to whatever health plan they want to do for that year. Uh, but I have noticed some people have been complaining about costs for health care rising over the last few years. Is that the trend at a lot of workplaces? It is. Um, you know, listen, the Kaiser Family Foundation does this amazing deep dive into healthcare every single year around this time. And, you know, it is true that um, not so much like in the beginning of COVID, right, because no one was using doctors. So those premiums started to really slow down and um, the premium increases rather. And they have picked up again um, over the last year or so. I think most plans are looking at about an 8% increase. But I thought it was interesting. They put a great statistic in. They looked at the last five years. Because it's kind of like you want to go back to say, like, well, what has happened? Because you forget. And over the last five years, the average premium for family coverage, so let's, you know, if you're individual, just, you know, it's probably about the same, it has increased by 22%. You might say, oh, my gosh, that sounds horrible. However, if you look at workers' wages, they're up by 27%. And when you look at the health care premiums and you look at this and you say, well, also, well, it's up, but it's up just about the same pace as inflation. So inflation's up by 21% over the last five years. It is coming down. But, you know, it's not just premium that drives the cost for a family. Remember that when you're looking at this, it's, of course, that annual premium. But then there's the deductible. That's the amount of money you have to pay out of pocket before your insurance kicks in. There are the co-pays. Those can be pernicious. You know, all of a sudden you had a copay that was $5. All of a sudden you're like, wait, it's $25? No, when did that happen? When you look, it could be a little bit scary. Some plans also have something called coinsurance, a percentage of health care costs that you share with the insurer up to a certain amount. So, again, this adds up to real money, which means you've got to create a list of your doctors and your prescriptions and see whether they're still covered under your plan from last year. And if not, look at the alternative plans. Some of the plans have really changed and improved dramatically. That's a, that's a lot, Jill. I'm going to be completely honest. That's a lot to look at and try to figure out. And I can understand why people get stressed out about this. Totally. And they just choose what they did last year. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I want to just point out, I think that most people know that, like, the, the basics, like, oh, an HMO, I'm just, I'm locked into a certain network. My, you know, a preferred provider organization allows me to have some in a network, but I can pay to go out of the network. You know that. I want to point out one plan that people should really take a look at because it is something that's new-ish, not brand new. It's called a high deductible health plan. It is what it sounds like. There's a real high deductible for the plan, but in exchange, you get lower premiums. That's a big deal yeah. because the way you pay for those higher premiums is that you're able to use something called a health care savings account. You can put money away. It's like basically like almost like a little plan, a tax advantage plan for health care costs. And there's no limit. You can take it wherever you go. 
for whenever you go in the future, also in retirement. So that's something to take a look at. So it's one of those situations where it's like, ah, uh, you know, at least I'm, you know, what's taken out of my paycheck is a smaller amount. But then let's say something bad does happen to you. You have to go to the hospital and then that yeah. deductible is super high. Do you find a lot of people going for that option where it's like whatever the cheapest is, whatever it's taken out of my, you know, the smallest amount taken out of my paycheck, mm-hmm. whatever that is, do you yes, think I that's think a that's good idea? It totally depends on you and your family and what's going on, right? But I'll tell you, like, there's, there's two categories of people that have been really taking a hard look at these high deductible plans. And I will say it's the younger worker. So I'm 27 years old. I was carried on my parents' plan for all those great years. Now it's time for me to pay for myself. And if you're young and you're healthy, you say, I can have a lower amount. I'm, not gonna, I'm going to the doctor maybe once a year. And that's not a bad bet. And I'll use that health savings account. I'll put the money away just to pay for anything that I don't expect, maybe the higher premium. It's a tax, it's tax advantage. But also, I have been noticing that people in their 40s and 50s have been using these plans. Even though you think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to need my health care. These are the people who actually have already saved some money. And they're using health savings accounts not for what's happening today, but they're saying, holy smokes, when I retire, when I'm 65, I'm going to have all this money available to me to pay for my health care costs as I get older, and there will be no tax on those assets. That's a huge advantage as you get older, to know that you have an asset that has already been taxed, and you also know you're going to have health care costs. So I think it's, it's worth looking at. It's not for everyone. I get it, but it is worth at least looking at. Any other uh, last-minute tips or advice, Jill, when it comes to our health care and, and choosing the right plan? I think um, just if you think about uh, the Affordable Care Act, uh, 15 million people are using it. It's actually a pretty amazing thing that we quietly have grown this. Um, the people who are maybe in between jobs or maybe looking to fund a period of time before they can qualify for Medicaid till age 65, the Affordable Care Act actually is pretty affordable indeed because there is an ability to qualify for tax credits, and you can minimize out-of-pocket expenses if your income is low. So a lot of people turning to this maybe to fund like 60 to 65 for my health care costs. And it's really an interesting thing to look at that plan and see how it's sort of quietly grown in popularity. Joe Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst. We appreciate our weekly conversations with you. Thanks so much, Joe. We'll talk with you next Monday. Take care.